Ajun Gashui, Mati Karaoke, and we are joined by the Elephant Man. Mm. Now some of you are wondering why we are talking about the guy who was singing about planes. But this is not that Elephant Man, not the musician. This is the real one. This is the real <laughs> deal. This is the first one, not the original only Elephant Man. The one you, some of you grew up knowing. You may not know him, but let me just introduce you to him. Actually, let me let him introduce himself to you with a simple question of, who are you? <laughs> I agree completely. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of uh, a late uh, first lady, Madam Lucy Kibaki. Yes, mm. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing was, who is your mother? Yeah, you know, <laughs> that one we don't do. <laughs> you know, if you in some years back, yeah. you know, you can remember if someone would have asked you, yeah. Who is your mother? <laughs> the meaning was the yeah. behaviors that you have. Mm. I would mm. want to see your mother. Yes. Now you may not see my behaviors and my mother today, because <laughs> <laughs> my mother is opposite of what I do. My name is Jim Justus Nyamu, uh-huh. and for them that uh, understand the Latin, the Kikuyu, my sec, my last <laughs> name is Animo. <laughs> my age mate will basically call me Animo. Animo. It was actually an insult of my grandfather because his original name was Kamau. Ah. And because he loved animals so much and he would let animals come to his farm. Even today oh. that farm is still there oh. in Kagema in Ishishe. Kagema where? Ishishe. Hey. And the the monkeys, you know. So they they said Wakamawanya mo. It's you know, <laughs> oh, because June, of a monkey. Yeah, June Wamakara. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that, that's how the name actually. My grandfather uh, adopted the name, and yes. uh, I didn't know that basically that the name resonates with what I finally do. Yeah, and so I grew up in a school in a village in Ishishi, which is like three kilometers to Abadeas, uh-huh. where there were so many animals that were coming, and it reminded me of this day. A, a hyena that was killed, like that one that we were discussing, that was hit this uh, morning in the Muru. Yeah. I've never seen such a big hyena. Oh. Even today, I still remember the hyena. It's actually the hyena that drove me to conservation. Okay. And when I was just about to graduate class eight, I got mm. this magazine called the the Koba magazine. Koba, Koba. Yeah. yeah. Remember Wildlife Club? Yeah. Yeah. Koba is a Swahili name for a bush baby. Mm-hmm. That animal that, in the eyes of many, they say doesn't look nice. <laughs> and so I felt this is where I belong. You know, mm. the high school I went, I was to go to Kanuga, and I was to go to a school in Meru. Uh, you were to go to Kanunga? But I didn't go. You oh, know? you know me? I went. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Kanunga? I have for a time. <laughs> yeah, Kanunga that time was bad, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was told, if you go to Kanunga, please be careful. I chose to go to a school that was in our village. Mm-hmm. And when I went there, I found my, uh, you know, as a form one, I was looking for that club. There was no club in my high school. Which school is this? Ishishi High School. Ishishi, yes. yeah. yeah. I'm happy Ishishi is now is in the map. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I asked my history teacher to be uh, my patron because for you to have a club, you need a patron. Mm. Yeah. The teacher didn't have an idea of the what is this club. Yeah. So I told him we'll both learn about this club. Yeah. So we became and we learned about the club. So I started visiting the you know the parks. I remember at one time we came to Nairobi Park and we 
our our where we were staying at the wildlife clubs of Kenya hostels it got burnt down and we were we never we had no clothes yeah so to cut the story short mm-hmm. i after finishing form 4 i got a scholarship to study wildlife management mm-hmm. and uh, i missed the university with the two marks the kenyan university mm-hmm. and so i went to tanzania in a school called it was one of the best school mm-hmm. better than moi university yeah. better than university of nairobi mm-hmm called uh, Mweka College of the African Wildlife. Oh. I schooled with students from uh, 19 African countries. Oh. So all the African countries, and I have met several in Malawi, Zambia, Zimbabwe, who schooled there. So 98, I was looking for attachment. And uh, I went to Kenya Wildlife Service uh-huh. because that's the only place I t- you could you know, relate yourself with. Mm. So I got an attachment and in 2000, I got a job there. Hold it there. Hold it there. Yeah, your, your story is intertwined <laughs> with mine very much. We need to go into the business news. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> our jam master is called Nyamo. <laughs> and once again, as he said, Nyamo means animal. animal. And this is what he is. And that Elephant was yesterday's man. day. Yeah. You know yesterday was World Animal Day? Yeah. And yeah. what's and what today, today is? is World Teacher's, teacher's, day. teacher's day. So the so history uh, teacher yes, we talked about. The patron. Yes. The patron. We thank, is it just a him or her? He's a, actually, he's now a principal today. Allah! in Ikobe High School and ah. we are good friends. Capital FM. I got bills. We all have those ones, bills. We all have bills, 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 but the people who taught us how to pay these bills and uh, and how to manage them are teachers. So we're still celebrating our teachers. We're saying thank you so much Asateni Walimu Wote and to Jim Rwambo who said I moved schools. I was changing schools like the way Igade was changing jobs. This is because I was in demand. Schools wanted me. And that every time I went to a school they used mm. to chase me to another school like why because I was so good at what you are doing <laughs> at what I was doing that is why chasing was uh, necessary yeah chasing was very necessary and Amali and also uh, Andrew Karondo I'd like to celebrate uh, at <coughs> Mr Ian Bugua who was his English and music teacher at City Primary School in the mid 80s Ian Bugua the one we know the CS the, for education the same one yes yeah, CS for education Yosa Mwalimo in uh, in city city primary city primary yeah school in the mid 80s kumbe watu wanatoka mbali same hivyo but right now we have one gym justice nyamo in the building our jam master uh, sitting in with Jun Gashui and Martin Karioki and we are we are dis- we were discussing your path yeah into <coughs> into conservation being a conservationist that is yes. and we are talked about you being an intern at the KWS yeah and you were nearly in Kanunga and funny enough that was also my path <laughs> so, so i was actually an intern in in the KWS uh, animal orphanage in 1998 you karaoke well imagine with my sister we were forced to clean those tiger cages and all What? everything everything around there we were cleaning it all makes stuff. sense now <laughs> were, were you enjoying or enjoying yeah. thoroughly i was enjoying okay. until i realized i'm allergic to lion piece that's the new ele Uh, no the peace peace yeah. like mkojo the mkojo yeah oh uh, actually like how like one just chapa before that i said itching and everything that was serious yeah, yeah yeah oh my god that's an interesting thing to know i did not know yeah there are many things that happened in you know in, in the world and and i will talk about why uh, it is so important to have hyenas with us because uh-huh. we lost one this morning yeah you know so my my story actually we got and i like giving my story because yeah. 
I do not want people to read. Yeah. I used to. Let me say, and I have been going to many schools inspiring people. Mm. Yeah. And so uh, when I joined Kenya, Kenya Wildlife Service, oh. I was taken to um, Mount Kenya, uh, Loroki Krisia. Unfortunately, we lost the forest in Marrar and Shiba Hills in Arabuko Sokoke. And my work was to count elephants in mm. the forest. Mm. How do you count elephants that you can't see? I was counting them using the dung. This is more science. This is where now you drew the line. Who went to school <laughs> and who passed the nearest school? So, yeah. So I was. I went to do statistics in Kampala again mm. in Mabira and Makerere, mm. just to understand what is this. And I remember our teacher was taught, teaching us actually how to do the dung decay rate and dung index. You do not have to see an animal to know they are here. So there is a science when you see the dung you can classify from the fresh one which is class A uh-huh. B that has fresh muka if you put press your heart you can actually feel the the the, the warmth yeah. and then there was a class C which 50% of it uh, has been disintegrated and then there is the 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 flat mass Mm. All that, if you measure the perpendicular distance, so my work was to go to walk on a straight line mm. and measure the perpendicular distance, and then you compute that. It gives you an indication of how many elephant plus or minus fifty. So I did that, and I later joined the African Conservation Center again with David Weston. Mm. And my work again was to now I'm moving to count the dung. Mm. Now I'm looking at the elephants at the cross border, the Kenya-Tanzania border. Mm-hmm. And I also did so much in Tanzania after you know school there. So I visited most of the parks, you know, from Katavi to Sardani, all the parks, uh, which I would do until 2012. Something that <laughs> happened in 20, two thousand and seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. Four countries in Africa. This is a Zimbabwe, Namibia, South Africa. There's something we call the appendix, or the the, the position of elephants. Yeah. They were put in something we co- we call the appendix. Mm-hmm. So, all the African countries previously the elephants were in something we call appendix one. That means they are threatened by trade, but. Between 2007 and 2008, the conference of party that is hap- there is one happening now in uh, in Panama in November. Yeah, they actually removed the countries from appendix <coughs> one to two. Uh-huh. What that mean? Yeah. Now countries can start trading with the elephants. Yeah, that's why today we see Zimbabwe, oh. Namibia, Botswana trading with live elephants. Uh-huh. And so I felt very bad because we in the country here. Basically, we used to charge Chinese. China are the one buying ivory, yeah. but we did see where Kenyans are, are killing elephants. Yeah. So 2012, I resigned, uh-huh. and that's when I felt I need to do something different. Yeah. And I start now educating people. I remember I did something at at uh, uh, Gareria. Yeah. And there is one man who I am yet to meet again, yeah. and I need to discuss with him. He actually uh, frustrated my effort over these things, these the the, the Kenyan flag that we put on hard, uh-huh. and he gave me a very good lecture. Kalonzo Msioka, Mze, yes, we have to discuss. We have something to discuss. <laughs> so he told me that what I'm doing, I'm wasting time. You know, talking to people about the elephant. By the way, we need to pay people about the composition, <coughs> and I'm trying to tell them, hey man. 
the 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 issue of wildlife we need to discuss yeah it require a more agency approach yes we need to discuss yeah so i felt i need to do something different so i decided to do a walk yes from mombasa yeah. to nairobi this is when 20, this is 2013. 2013 it was so difficult i had many prisoners <coughs> mm. i tried and i'm very happy today we work with them i'm tr- i tr- wanted to work with kws let's talk about your experience during this walk it was so difficult yeah i had no support this is where my name elephant man came yes the first the the, the former minister by that time noah bekesa yeah he called me and he said i hear jim you are walking mm. have you received any support from anybody i said no mm. he sent kwbs even with the aircraft that's when i arrived in nairobi he called me an elephant man i remember when i reached in voi a, a good experience i was received by the commissioner Yes. And he told me the county we, commissioner of the, the deputy county commissioner okay. by that time. Yeah. He told me we have one million elephant in Savo yeah. that need to be removed because they are causing traffic. Ah. Now, I told him even in Africa we don't have one million elephant. <laughs> we have 400 elephants yeah. left. 400,000 elephant in Savo we only had 12,000 elephants. So this, uh-huh. now I thought I would walk I would not walk again. Yeah. Today I have now walked 21,000 kilometers. 21,000 kilometers. 20 the same year I was invited in the uh, United States. Yes. So again I went and I walked from Massachusetts to Washington DC. Guy. And now the message there was we are buying we are killing elephants in Africa. Yeah. But you guys here are said I mean are buying ivory. So the Obama task force had me in uh, Good Morning America mm. and VOA by Esther Gidui. Yeah. And they accepted to destroy the six tons of ivory in my presence in Denver. Six tons of ivory, yes. Now, 20, 2016, the first lady, uh, Margaret Kenyatta, flagged me off for a walk in East Africa with the late Mzee Gaisiri. Yes. And I walked all the way to Dar es Salaam, up Morogoro, up to Kampala through Fort Porto. And I was received by different, you know, equivalent of Kenya Wildlife Service here. Yes, yes. And Kenya Wildlife Service gave me four officers to walk with me all through. Mm-hmm. What was the message for East Africa? If you look today, the elephant trade information system, we classified the ivory, the source, the transit country, and the market. Yeah. So Kenya, Tanzania, Ethiopia, Kenya, Tanzania, Ethiopia, and part of the East Africa, we are the source. Yes. So I was bringing this message to these four, these three countries that we need to work together and protect our you know cross border because we share a lot of in common. Oh. And so I finished the work here and Madam Judy Wahungu came all the way yes. and various people supported me. But in 2017 mm. I was invited in UK. Where again the, the then uh Kenya ambassador Lazara Zamayo received oh. me and uh, they flagged me off from Kensington to Bristol it was during winter time <laughs> i have never have experienced that walking during winter walking time. during why i was i only had three months okay now when we come back i want to know what effect you had by walking 21000 kilometers i want to know yes i will we'll talk about it right now we want to play a song and then go into the news and the sport then we'll be back with, with one gym Justus Nyamo our jam master today talking about conservancy and basically he has been working for all these elephants and all these animals you are seeing now almost almost yeah. almost 10 yeah, years. years now yes mm. so you'll be talking some more about that capital fm 
here on the jam, nine minutes past four forty and ninety-eight point four Capital FM. And just like Danny said, I am going to keep it nini. So you have noticed that I've been told. You keep it nini. Yes, you are personal. Yeah. So oh. you who is home right now, thank you so much for joining us. Aya, Aya, keep it capital. You, our friend. In fact, the one person who's asked for this song, we want to just say, I hope you heard it. Yes. And I hope, you, Harry, that was specifically for you. Yes. Thanks for reaching out and listening to the show. Yeah. We also want to shout out our good friend, Cassian yeah. Mohammed, all the way from Mombasa. I hope Badakuna Raha. He says, hey, June and Martin, my hero, the teacher I hail most, my nursery school teacher, Madam Anatolia, though she's no longer with us. May she rest in peace. And we thank her for all the things she taught you. Ken Gitao, our, our at him. He's our caricature uh, person. Yeah. He says, Salimieni Jim Nyamo Sana. Yes. I love his work. Yes. Jim Ukona, my fans. Ukona wengi. Nyamo. Nidovu na hainas. You know how office. Yeah. We've got one, there's a lady here called Paulette, says you're speaking now. Tune in. She's tuned in. Yeah. And she's loving it. It's an illuminating conversation on, on conservation. That's wordplay right there. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Paulette is my, actually, my personal assistant. Oh, and nice. I'm happy yeah, then she better be listening. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So, yeah. so let me ask you, Jim. No. When, when, you, when you talk about this thing that you call the ability for animals and wildlife and human beings to, to live together in perfect harmony, maybe speak to us a little bit about that because I think we hear the expression. Yeah. What's, the correct way, what's the correct phrase? Just before he does that, mm. there's another story he had given uh. about walks. And he had reached that yeah, place. 21,000. Yeah. We are coming there. Well, we are coming. He's, he was just actually on it and was about to tell us how it has inf- how it has worked for him. Because he had told us he has gone for so many walks. Yes. Now I'm wondering, all these walks that you have done. That he has done in the, over the last almost 10 yeah. years. Has anything come out of it? So actually, the question there is, why walk? Why? Yeah. You know, that's what uh, Fred Obach would ask me, mm-hmm. you know. But I was, I was finishing with the UK mm-hmm. uh after the walk, I was invited in the House of Common. Mm-hmm. That's or what we call the the House of Lords. Yeah. Because these some of these things happening, poaching and all these things. You know, poaching is a is an African name, but for the white, they call it hunting. Hunting. So we wanted to demystify this that uh, whether it is poaching, hunting, at the end of the day, an animal is dead. Yeah. So uh, I finished my latest walk recently uh, from Mom- in Mombasa, Ganze, all the way, oh. where it had not rained for like three, four years ago. And you know, I would go back now and say, why do all these walks? You know, I have been a victim of saying ivory belongs to elephant. What mm. does that mean? Mm. You know, the moment you detach an, an ivory from an, an animal, that's a dead animal. Yeah. I remember I met a Chinese girl in the state and she was like an ivory, she thought it was like a feather that comes out or uh, maybe a horn from a deer. Mm. You know, um, I decided to do this awareness to educate the mass, to educate people. And uh, over time I've learned even uh, even government officials, you know, have no idea that who, how should we take care of these animals. You just alluded by saying, uh, what is this <coughs> human-wildlife relationship? Yes. You know, I did a survey in Mount Kenya one time to check why do animals move from one area to another. Mm. And I have found the same similar characteristics in Abuseri. Masai lives with the animals. But you find in the evening, animals, wildlife comes close to, to the life, to the human being. Yeah. Why? You know, when, because Masai apparent, I mean, apparently don't do farming, so they come to eat the ash. Or, you know, the masses, they burn the cow dung. Once you burn that, become the ash. 
So they come there to leak that ash, which is so it actually has iodine. They also come close to human being because they do know there is security. You know, the outside there are animals, and I mentioned earlier on that about 70% of the wildlife in this country, they are not in the park. You saw some in Gong over the weekend. You know, today yeah. a hyena was in, in Muru. Yeah. They are not in the park. Yeah. But what does that mean? We have lived in areas where these animals are meant to go or are meant to stay. So one thing that makes an animal move from one area to another is in search of water, mm-hmm. security, and maybe pasture. And so that tolerance, which our grandfathers, as I mentioned earlier, they lived with these animals. And I always say there are some animals that we must live with them. Like I would ask you, June, right now, why do we need hyenas? Why, why do we need hyenas? Somebody oh. came with their Tim Mafisi, and we thought it was a joke. And yeah. I'm going to identify Tim Mafisi. I was going to say for, for laughter and humor, but uh, <laughs> I, think, I think there's a more serious answer. Oh. Why do we need hyenas? In fact, to me, we need hyena more than lions. Aren't they the vulture of, on the land? That is the scavenging, scavenging, right? Scavenging, yeah. 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 But one very important thing that hyena does, yeah. I, my work I did in Nairobi to South Africa, I was listening to people in those countries. They don't like hyenas. Yes. Hyena is associated with uh, witchcraft, mm. is associated Creed. with eating mm. dead corpses. Yeah. Remember many years ago? Yeah. Yes. But hyenas have one good thing. Uh, I mean, uh, controlling diseases. No. There are these diseases that uh, we call them zoonotic diseases, like anthrax, Marigina Katal or Malbag. You know, when an animal die, like in Nakuru, where we have a lot of anthrax today, yeah. when an animal die and it has those diseases that yes. would come to us through insect, inzi. Yeah. Yes. So hyena, their work is to clean, to eat. They have strong enzyme in mm, their tummy. That can okay. kill. That can, you, even if you poison hyena, it's hard for them to die. Yes. They can swallow anything and, you know, so that is an animal that actually protects us. Mm-hmm. Hyenas protect us from anthrax. If we kill the hyenas, mm. the diseases, and I always say this, if we found the person, the first person who had corona, we would have invited hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> and that person, we would have actually controlled the, the pandemic that yeah. uh, has made the, Afri- the whole world to suffer. You know? wow. So all animals that you see matters. From the elephant, mm. elephant, I say they are keystone species. Mm. They they open they or when they they speak they speak on behalf of other species. In a day they eat three hundred kilogram of dry mass. They drink two hundred and forty liters of water. Where there is that water for elephant, the other animals take that. You know, and I have always asked people, and you know, you as a Kenyan, you as an individual, what mm. can you do? To be part of the conservation. So speak to one Kinuri Juguna. <coughs> he says, uh, listen, there are baboons terrorizing people in your village in Ishishi. Are they animals? They are baboons. Ooh, baboons. Why, how? What is the importance of baboons? The, the, you know, baboons. One, let, let's see, like Muranga County. Yeah. Where Mwagi Oiria told me to go and collect all those baboons, all those vavet monkeys. Yes. The reason why they have come close to us is what I mentioned earlier, the human-wildlife relationship. Mm. Our ways of dumping waste. You find in a dustbin, there is mukatenusu, there is a sausage, there is githeri there. So we are attracting these animals to become now scavengers. How comes in many years, my grandmother, I remember her, mm. she used to, when she's harvesting the maize, she used to live like one line pallet in Yamuto. And I said, well, this is for the animals. So we become greedy. So we become so greedy in a way that we do not treat animals 
with respect. They, I always say animals have feelings. This encroachment you were speaking about earlier, Jim, which is tied to the human-animal conflict, I guess. Are you saying, because we saw a video uh, that was posted a few days ago about an, a lone elephant that was traveling in Kerarapon, I believe. Yeah. Um, and it found its way into a, a private compound and uh, destroyed the fence. And all this was caught on CCTV cameras. Yeah. So are we saying like that particular area maybe should have been land that was left for wildlife and now we've encroached as human beings and therefore we have to find a way to to cohabit. You know, if you ask ourselves where is Kerarapon, it's actually adjacent to Gong Forest. Mm. Every year, and I have monitored elephant from 2001, mm. every year elephant must come from Mara, Kibiko, and they always look for a way to go to Aboseri. Oh. Remember some three years ago, we, we actually translocated four elephants in uh, Nairobi Park that mm. came all the way. Why do elephants come to Kerarapon and those areas? That <coughs> was their corridor. Yes. And you know, corridor means it was a dispersal area where they used to close. But now, this issue of uh, prot maguta maguta, mm. we, we construct houses everywhere. A thought just came into my mind. Yes. That also was a path and area that we used to use as mau mau <laughs> to go to Ngong. And you know, the animals, they may, actually, why do today, and this is actually in the verse in the Bible, God, created, God created man, the last animal. So that they can create a path for us. And uh, most likely, mm. the man may have followed where animals were there before. Yes, we, we did. We do follow animals for water yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And perhaps, you know, we followed the route, if you, if you want to say Mau Mau, yeah. and we have those caves in so Abadeas. So animal path. Yeah. So we followed the animals, and then as human beings, we give them name Mau Mau route. Yes. So, no, what June is asking is a good question. Mm. I found in uh, Araboko Sokoke, Arabo? Arabuko Sokoke. Okay. Arabuko Sokoke. <laughs> it's the name of a okay. bird, actually. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's a park. Hey. It's a park in, uh, in Krifi. Yes. All the, there is a, a way of, uh, because of conflict and uh, drought that is there, yeah. opening and reducing human wildlife conflict, what do we need to open those corridors? Mm. The moment, like what the one in Kimana, in Aboseri, if we open those corridors, mm. we must accept to live with these animals. God give us these animals with a purpose. Mm. And these animals are actually here. When we protect, like in Mount Kenya, by protecting elephants, look at how much, how many rivers have you protected in Mount Kenya and Abadeas? Mm-hmm. They are water towers. Mm-hmm. By protecting these animals, we protect the habitats and we protect the rivers and we protect other good things, <coughs> minerals that benefit us. You know what? We're not going to let you go because now there's oh. a, there are questions flying in. People are asking if it's, it's, it's legal to own a kite or an eagle. Uh, people are asking what, animals, what is the importance of certain animals and all that stuff. We need to come back and talk to you for 15 minutes next hour. Right. allow us. Okay? I'm here. Thank you so much. The jam master here today, June. Jim Justice Nyamo. Ah. Himself. In fact, before we get into the news, because yeah. this is 5 o'clock, can you shout out your, your people from the Rotary Club who are all tuned in? <laughs> Just say hello, because yeah. he has, this man has made us help him raise money, help uh-huh. aware, raise awareness. He's got you guys your, you get, get your master cards. To walk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your master cards out and, and, and you know, help him contribute. contribute. Give us yeah. We even have yeah. actually the chairman, Tim yeah. Mafisi. Yes. <laughs> Rotarian Christian. Oh, Ogola, he is the chairman. So my friends, Rotarians, you know, basically like uh, all the Rotarians, I know my, my home club, the Langata, but yeah. I have all other Rotarians. Yeah. We must support conservation. Mm, conservation yes. is actually, Juni here has taken four glasses of water. Yes. 
in the time that you've been here. I have been here watching. <laughs> Thank you. So you Rotarians, how many water, how much water have you drunk? Yeah. I want to say a big hello and please tune in, tune in and let's talk about why me and you we must conserve. Capital FM. Um, EVE uh, got a man and it's got a man. <laughs> I got several. <laughs> one day. No, no, I have man, several. Man, 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 oh, man. One. one. I, so I, I got, got a man to yes, do my shopping. Yeah, got, I got a man to pray for me. <laughs> I got a man to drive me around. I got a man to, you know, get you some Amara Shadjel. Yeah. yeah. Amara Shadjel to keep you, loose, you know, fresh and everything. <laughs> got a man to make you a shanty queen. You yeah, know, to make yeah, sure that your hair yeah. is full and fantastic. <laughs> got a man to take you shopping. That's what you mean in every supermarket and store yes. so that you can get yourself yes. some Amara shower gel sure, and a shanty sure. cue. Senor. Let's go with that narrative. Well, well done. Sure. Ah. And today I got a man in the studio <laughs> who's a jam master yeah. who's talking to us about all of y'all mafisis <laughs> and all of y'all monkeys. No, I'm kidding. But he's talking to us about animals. Yes. Um, Even as off of the back of what we celebrated yesterday, yeah. which is World Animal Day, and really just delving into why it's important to understand this relationship, uh-huh. the potential conflicts. Uh, I see a comment here from Mike who says, people have encroached on animals' habitats, full stop. Yeah. And it's true. It's true. Um, so we, we've been having such a great conversation. We refused to release our good friend Jim so that he could continue uh, sharing his wisdom and knowledge with us. There's a question here from, uh, from, from one, uh, is it called Chief? Chief Oguari uh-huh. says, we need to ask Jim, you need to ask Jim, mm. is it legal to own an eagle or a kite? Huh? An eagle, like an actual bird. An actual actual bird or, a, a, cow, ki- or a kite. A kite is a bird. A bird, yeah. Kite. Oh. Ile kite, ile Kenya, the black, the black nini. black own one, like yeah. somebody own one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one, thank you so much for, you know, having me here. Oh. And it actually, you can actually tell that people need this information. Yes. You know, the, the motives behind all these things, you find, you you saw a, a video in the UK of a guy who was hawking live birds. Mm. And the man who was buying them, he was buying and releasing them. Yes. So the motives with us Kenyans is, uh, why, would, why would you want to keep that kite? Mm. You know, the law is very clear. Do you know you can keep any animal that you want? Mm-hmm. As long as you go to KWS, get a license and a license is 1000 shillings hmm. and then not just that easy we you have to demonstrate why do you want to keep this animal and where and where did you see one former governor uh, who displayed his zebra his giraffes yes and you can get certificate you can get license to keep an animal even hyenas hmm. but you have to tell us what do you want to keep these animals for oh. And will they be stressed in that area? Absolutely. Mm. The officers in the we have the department that deals with that. Mm. So you yes, you can go there. Um last year the the, the minister, the outgoing minister, Naji Barala, actually was educating people in Mombasa on how to keep Kasuku and mm. what do you really need. Mm. And for them that had them, you need just to walk in KWS office and get a certificate to keep that. We encourage people to farm these animals, but you must demonstrate the purpose, not for consumption, but if it is for beauty, if it is for like, you know, there are these animals. I remember some five years ago when there was a quail business. You remember? And chameleons as well. And chameleons, but yeah. chameleons were actually, uh, it was a myth. Yeah. You know, and uh, the good thing with Kenyans here, 
we are very good and we are so creative you know i not even not even chameleon there was even a story of dogs mm. you know you're buying dogs and selling them so the motives behind these things is very important but going back to the issue of uh, monkeys yeah you know even in buruburu and many many places we find we found these animals you saw a video that was released that was very bad about monkeys in nairobi park yeah you know they have become scavenging you know we have something called conditional reflex if you go home and you have cats you see the way they meow unto you how you respond because they know that some want to go out to pee or some want to milk these animals have a conditional reflex when you walk to your ngombe and you have the nipia grass a cow start now you know responding because they need that grass yeah. so if you look at areas we have monkey conflict there must be a forest next by Yes because these animals don't live just anywhere actually the monkeys don't patch on the exotic trees they patch on indigenous trees we have invested as a bad habit of going to the forest you know when when we Kenya Forest Service allowed community through the user groups you can become a you can become a user group of tourism i can become i mean grazing and uh, juni collecting the firewood yes. but we misuse this mm-hmm. some goes to take their ngombes there that there is a user group for grazing but there is a rules and regulations don't let your animals sleep there mm. so goes some goes with the bell these bell are scaring these animals oh. away mm-hmm. so what has happened in uh, nyahururu we have seen elephant moving from uh, Marumanet they now live with where people are because we have now become nocturnal nocturnal means we are active during the night oh. and these animals are now moving from their home area to to our place so <coughs> the behavior that we have actually are now affecting the ecology of these animals mm. like in Muranga where I come from I also saw in uh, even in Kitari they are scavenging Yes. You uh, you have even seen buruburu and other places in Ngobe eating even even diapers. Yeah, in Jamburi we have monkeys Imagine coming in. The our behaviors as human being mm. is in state of anarchy. Mm. We we just dump anything. I have seen today so You have to ask who is your mother because this is bad I, behavior. Yeah, right? I have seen today a crocodile in mm. uh, Tana River mm. was actually eating a piece of a shoe swallowing. Oh, wow. yeah. So and if you go to coast and see the amount of plastic that the goes water. there yeah. our behaviors when we finish drinking water do we care where we throw that thing so when you leave a bread you know or uh, ugari kiporo you just throw it it lands in a in a in a basket a monkey has now they start now eating kiporo ugari so we are the problem how we dispose our waste now in areas where we have uh, hyenas and i'm very sorry we'll be visiting those areas in a uh, in a uh, juja farm and uh, we tell you where there has been cases of hyenas oh yeah yeah and yeah. i'm inviting uh, capitry fm my friends rotarians we visit those families mm. yeah i have visited families who have been affected by wildlife yeah. you know we not that we love wildlife so much but yeah. we 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 also say sorry you know it's conservation but we look at kindly why do these hyenas are coming we have encroached we have pushed these animals toward dunyosabuk yeah. remember these were areas we have to live we call that coexistence there are animals that we must live with them yeah. whether we like it or not but we must now learn how to live with them we live with dogs that are very dangerous yes. but we manage to live with them so coping mechanism is what make me walk talk to people and encourage and bring support to Kenya wildlife service mm. they can't manage wildlife doing wildlife alone 
Yeah. I have a quick yeah. thought. And quick thought. Yeah. Is it true that the birds that we see flying around on top of us represent the type of environment that is below, below us? For example, Mombasa, full of crows. The CBD in Nairobi is full of black hawks. In the evening, you can see them just circling around the CBD. Is it true that that just shows how dirty your place is or how clean your area is? You know, there, there is uh, myths that help us mm. to understand all these things. You know, the other that says when you see Houndbill pa- uh, passing, it's yes. sending a message. Mm. It's unfortunate that we we had the Marabu stock in Nairobi here, yes. and we've cut all these trees. Mm-hmm. And I want to challenge the former governor, the first governor that was here. Mm. The trees that we planted, they are trees that were planted wrongly. Mm. Planting tree is good, but not just planting mm. anywhere. Yes. And unfortunately, some of these trees had to go. Mm-hmm. It is true, if you go to Mombasa, you know Mombasa people have planted trees so much. Mm. Unfortunately, we have now an invading bird, which is called the, the, the Indian crow, that mm-hmm. is actually eating the natives' birds in yeah. this country. Yes. So we must also look at all these things. The tree that we plant, mm-hmm. there are trees we are planting, we are scaring away birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would wish to encourage Kenyans. I do not just want Work because I have nothing else to do. Mm. Work is a means, but I am working, passing the message. You can check us on our page, you know, www.elephantcenter.org or Jim Justice. Just Google that name and see what keeps us working and encourage this. We need voice from all organizations. We need voice for every Kenyans. Support the Kenya Wildlife Service. Mm. Frustrating Kenya Wildlife Service means frustrating the Kenyan wildlife family. I know they are defunded, and I'm very happy the, the current president. We hope and we look forward to have, because the moment we have the support, we support our police, we know that we have reduced crime. Yeah. If we support Kenya Wildlife Service, we are sure of that all the animals where they are, they are safe, and people are now living in without fear of being in, intruded by these animals. Mm-hmm. There are people who are doing construction. The Nema, the, the Kenha, who are con- constructing a road passing through the park. Please, Listen to scientists. Yes. Listen, even us, we also listen to you. Please listen to us. When we tell you that we need to do something here because of our elephant is passing, they have a right of passing. And rivers, we don't have to deviate rivers. You know, you can do a building, but you cannot change a river's course. Mm-hmm. Somebody says you can change the rivers. Oh, we saw that when uh, yeah. some of the supermarkets in Parkland started. Yeah. We saw that. Please, if you detach mm-hmm. anything from its course, you cause a mess. Mm. All right, June, uh, just in closing. Yes, indeed. Just honestly, just a thank you. I feel like I have so many more questions mm. and we kind of need you here at least once a month <laughs> Yeah. Uh, at, this, at this rate so that we can also help. I think we have some very sporty and active people here mm. at Capital FM. Sure. So perhaps when you're doing your next uh, 1.2 kilometers, Martin can come and uh, walk with you, walk with you yeah. uh, as well as some of the other guys. But also just to, to, to commend you for the passion that you have and that you're actually putting it into practice congratulations on your Thank order you. of the golden warrior as well which was uh, a, a, a nice way of this country recognizing mm-hmm. yeah. what it is that you're doing for for us and for our environment and you <coughs> i think you should now be a teacher as well given that today is world <laughs> teachers day yeah. you i think we get you a bunch of young kids yeah. who you can start to do do talks in schools i do talk my parents actually wanted me to become a teacher yeah, yeah. but i found myself i which i didn't like but now what i do is teaching okay mm. even now here i'm teaching you're teach- yeah. it's true so my next work, I'm starting from Voi all the way to Kinango, 
Musabweni to Lugaruga from end of this month. Okay. So you are invited. How can people talk to you on on, on the social? Media? On the social media, Facebook is Jim Justus Nyamo. OGW is a public page. Yeah. And then uh, Twitter is at Nyamo Jim. But I have given you a shortcut. Just Google my name. Yeah. It gives you all the avenue of social media, and I always I tell can't people. I to say that. Just Google my name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah. Yeah, <laughs> just just check that. It's one way of, uh, you know, I, I don't work with my business card. Just yeah. check my name. Yes. And I, like I don't f- hide anything. And I do this as an open person. And I'm here to support the wildlife. Let and that's why I say. Always consult the experts. That's what I've got. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Ivory belongs to the elephants. To the elephants. Capital FM.